What's up, guys? It's your girl, WWE Superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE Superstar Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to The Masked Man Show. And you are listening to The Masked Man Show. And you're listening to The Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Masked Man Show. It's another another year off the uh, uh, off the calendar for our great nation. I'm sitting here with Dave Chicanery Schilling, <laughs> great nickname, and unsurprisingly, hiding in the front seat of the ambulance, the King of Sad Style, Dan St. Germain. <laughs> How you doing, guys? I'm the only one. I drove myself to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's some things in wrestling where the, where it's just so obvious, but the payoff is still so sweet. I don't know if I'd put Roman jumping out of the front seat quite in that category, but I wasn't mad at it, man. Um, we got it a was lo- just kind of funny because in that, he like, lo- like Braun looked into the window first. Like he, his first thing wasn't shock. It was like, "Wait, is that Roman?" Let me open the door to make sure it is Roman. Oh! It was yes, and and the I get why he was smacking the back of the ambulance as part of the thing. Go the guys in there, but it did sort of feel like he was giving Roman a cue that Roman wasn't like be, that. Roman didn't notice or something. It looked he, like a botch. Yeah, even though it was it was it went not the way it should go. I mean, it, it looked good in the rewatch. I was the first time I saw it, I was kind of skeptical. Anyway. Much more important things happened than that ambulance spot. Um, uh, first of all, uh, we had SmackDown to talk about. We have a big pay per view this weekend. Great Balls of Fire might be uh, might be the best raw brand, raw pay per view since the brand split, um, at least on paper. Why do we even say on paper? It should just be like on Wikipedia. Yeah, where do they write down the card? Yeah, there's, I, there's no paper involved Vince, here. Vince McMahon's chalkboard. But before that, on PDF. <laughs> before we get to the great WWE action, while I was um, sitting in a desert this weekend, you guys were watching New Japan Pro Wrestling in Los Angeles, California. Wow. That's terrific. If there was a desert of pro wrestling and that represented uh, WWE, uh, maybe not always being as good as it could be, the oasis of New Japan in Long Beach quenched my thirst for excellent in-ring competition. It was incredible. We had a great time. I had a great time. And I want to shout out to Matt Schultz for hooking me up with the tickets. He's in Portland. And uh, thank you for not murdering me, too, because I didn't know who you were before You never this. know with these wrestling and fans. And he's a great guy, and it, uh, it, was, a great, it was a great event. So. I, was, I was at the park watching fireworks last night, and I, as my, my girlfriend and I walked past these two dudes in wrestling T-shirts. Um, one was wearing a uh, American Alpha shirt, which is a strong choice. Not uh, American Alpha is great, but to wear that shirt and then just in a random Fourth of July going to the park day. Yeah, I forgot what the other guy was wearing. Maybe he was wearing a uh, what's his name? Uh, it was a We the People shirt. Oh, you mean Jack, Jack Swagger? Swagger. Yeah. Whoa! Oh my god! That's so anyway, quite a pull. I walked past him and I was like, I'm just not. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> and then like 30 seconds later, a random dude walks by in a Kevin Owens shirt, and the two original guys were like, Whoa, Kevin Owens! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like forcing the second, the new guy to turn around and be like, I mean, the new face of America. Thank you, whatever. And I was just, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, wrestling fans are great. It's humans. awesome to meet wrestling fans. We met uh, qu- uh, quite a few people who were fans of the show. I want to shout out. Carlos Jimenez at Carlos J3K on Twitter. He came up to me in the beer line 
and uh, said he listens to the show three times a week. Right. Well, let me tell that guy, he, he may want to bump that down at least two times a week. No, 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 no. no. He's for... carrying us up the iTunes charts. <laughs> Continue listening. Yeah, on three different phones. Over yeah. Mental health. The, uh, yeah, there's lots, of, uh, there's lots of Easter eggs that we drop in every episode that you only really can appreciate upon re-listening. <laughs> I hope everybody realizes that. Yeah, da- Daniel Lee, too. He's the oh, guy yeah. who did the poster. Yeah, uh, if, it's, it's... Daniel Lee, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are because you're a fan of the show, if you didn't have your, your sign confiscated because it was a strict no sign policy at the convention center, can you mail that to us? If I yeah. if, if you um, put it up in the studio. Yeah, I will give you the address of the studio and we will we'll frame it and uh, all that kind of stuff and maybe uh, oh in gosh. exchange I'll send you some sort of ringer swag. That'll be so perfect for Steve Kazee to break over my head when he turns heel. <laughs> He's, he's already a heel, man. He's a, maybe a tweener. He's I a good-looking guy in a leather. He wears a leather jacket casually. We got yeah. to get him to show up two weeks in a row because as WWE has taught us, it takes like multiple heel turns and over multiple weeks to really solidify it. Or Seth, or tiny little babyface turns to Seth Rollins finally becoming a babyface. <laughs> exactly. A year of turning. Is there okay? So let's let's talk New Japan, guys. What, yeah. what was the what was the highlight? Uh, my favorite match of the night of the weekend because uh, I was at both shows. Uh, was definitely Omega versus Ishii. Wow, what, um, a, what a barn burner! Ishii, I hadn't, I'd seen matches of his before. I wouldn't say I was an expert on his work, but he delivers every time. His Naito match was great in the first yeah. round. Um, him and Zack Saber Jr. When when that match got made after the Saturday show, I thought, how are these two guys going to wrestle each other? Because J- Zack Saber is a submission expert, real small. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe weighs 110 pounds soaking wet. And then Ishii is this just like squat, just like pile of muscle. Yeah. Um, but they put on a great match and uh, everybody sold Zack Sabre's submission moves really well. Except for Zack Sabre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wasn't there. Uh, I felt bad for Billy Gunn. He had a rough night uh, against Taka- Tanahashi. That me. was sad. That was sad. Um, he that got booed like, out of the building, too. He got booed out of the building. It just felt like. It felt like if that legend signing scene in the wrestler became a match. <laughs> you know, like, oh my gosh. It was it was pretty but there was one guy who was killing it in our in the audience who was yelling he was like pro Billy Gunn, but he was yelling like Billy Gunn facts where he was like, Show him why you're the nineteen ninety nine king of the ring. <laughs> like, like, show us why you got pushed that one SummerSlam in two thousand. He wrestled the rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was an, an amazing show. Uh, it was a small venue, but it felt it felt uh, lively and intense. Um, the Cody, uh, what did Cody? Okada Cody met, was in like an eight man, right? Did Cody was in an eight man day one Sunday night. Saturday night it was him and Okada for the belt, and uh, he impressed me. It, it wasn't I love a five star match, but it was a good match. And he was of there were only three people who were yeah. really heels. So the entire weekend. Cody lost in the title match on day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Omega won in like the main event I mean, on day he's... two, but it was for what? What was the title? It was the, the uh, United States IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, which is a new belt. He's right under AJ and Cena as like the one of the best wrestlers. I think Kenny I mean, Omega. I mean, I yeah. think it's so. Why are they burying him? Why don't they give him the main title? 
Well, because this they're is, building. This is, I'm the, just I'm just fucking with everybody. They're building. This is like, this, I'm just I just want to make the parallel. If this were WWE, everyone would be complaining that Kenny Omega is <laughs> getting buried because he's got Secondary some se- second tier title. <laughs> but um, all the belts in New Japan mean something. Even the never open weight six man tag titles mean a little bit more than every WWE belt. Um, do you do you think and part of that's I mean WWE's fault for not putting all the things in the same title? Part of it is the I mean on the same level, but part of it is you know it's the sort of like the cameras are off buying in of a house show that like you just acknowledge that everything's cool like you know uh, anyway sorry do you think no Okada being at Raw means anything or was he just mm. there to hang out with friends I think That's he was just he meeting people I, Okada would not work in WWE no the he things would not. that make a baby face successful in Japan you don't think Okada would work in WWE I no I, I don't, don't think, think his, he would I mean his oh. character is just like yeah, he's rich and stuff, and that's, I guess, cool, but it's also, there's this weird, like, anime kind of twee thing that every baby face in Japan has. Yeah. Tanahashi I, I comes Omega out. I think Omega would work in WWE. I think he would be champ within a year or two. But I think, you know, there's it's just hard. I, we were talking about this afterwards. Like, the D- WWE would ruin the Young Bucks. Like, oh, God, yeah. I, I love their, like, my favorite team to watch. And they're so much fun. They give so much to the crowd. It was it was just an incredible match they had. But like WWE would just not get them. Like, they're almost a comedy act, but they straddle that line super well between making you laugh and also working a really good match. And their match with Rapongi Vice was fantastic. Awesome. So good. And they did that Meltzer driver on the uh, the uh, not on the apron. It was onto the floor, right? Yeah, and they do that. I mean, Kevin Owens does that on SmackDown. Kevin Owens is awesome on Tuesday, by the way. But him yelling like in the middle of a young bucks just turned to Josh Bartnett and they're like, Josh, are you burying us on commentary right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they totally break the fourth wall. Yeah, I mean that's why that's why a lot of traditional wrestling people think that guys like the Young Bucks and Omega are ruining wrestling because they acknowledge that we know all of this stuff already about the inner workings of it. We don't know everything, obviously, but we know enough that we're aware of <laughs> I, well, the artifice of it all. Yeah, I and I think it's great. I think the books are incredible. But I mean I don't think that I, I don't think they would work on Raw or in WWE in their current incarnation. I don't think it's like necessarily WWE's fault, but it's like you can't do you can't be breaking the fourth wall and then just like go build a house with all with like fourth walls. You know, I mean, that, that would be like working. That's a terrible metaphor, but it's like going to work for <laughs> this. Has been a lot of metaphors. Today. But you yeah. go to work for the WWE. Start off with some Oasis bullshit. You, can, you, go, like, you go to work for WWE, and they can yell at the announcer, sure. But the point, the reason why it works is because it's like they're performing for the WWE, like a postmodern mm-hmm. WWE audience, right? I mean, it's not. It'd be hard to, harder to do that shtick in, in the house that WWE built. You know, I, I I was thinking about the Young Bucks, you know, because I spent a lot of time alone. and <laughs> He does. Um, this is a shoot. I do. I ate cake in bed last night. <laughs> anyway, I was losing weight. That it wasn't even your birthday. No, it wasn't. It was someone else's. <laughs> um, I, Wait, you take somebody else's birthday? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> it was really sad. I bought a, a Patriot cake, like a Happy USA cake, and I was trying to... Bring it to my friend Kevin Barnett, who uh, writes for the now defunct Carmichael show. Um, but I was uh, trying to bring it to his party, and uh, there was no parking. So then I just drove back to my apartment and ate the cake in bed while I watched SmackDown and prepared for this podcast. <laughs> you sick fuck. It was that is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it was it was not great. It was not a great look. But I think you know, like I understand. Jim, I, well, first off, I love Jim Cornette, but like he's kind of like. There's room for everything in wrestling, okay? There's room for the Young Bucks breaking the fourth wall. There's room for Braun Strowman acting like a quintessential 80s heel. Like, that's what I love about wrestling. We can we can enjoy everything. You know, we don't have to 
We don't have to be like, oh, there's one way to wrestle. At yeah, this exactly. Point. I mean, I, it's I, nuts. I'm not, I don't want to harp on Jim Cornette, but like, I mean, when you just always like consider the messenger, right? And I don't mean right. like consider what his motivations are. He obviously has some, but like, obviously, there's a place for everything in wrestling. And one of those places is the place where like two like unattractive beer bellied blonde dudes in their mid 40s can get over as a tag team with like a just supremely irritating guy with a tennis racket standing outside the ring if that was your like main event of a pay-per-view it'd be fucking terrible you know but right. it's like a great second they're they're like an invaluable part to the nwa back in the day you know I, and that but that can't be the whole show no it, it, and it's just one of these things too where it's all persona baits and wrestling like everybody likes to listen to jim Cornette and bruce pritchard way more than they do vince russo you know because Vince Russo just kind of annoys people. But you listen to, like, the one thing that Vince Russo, like, for instance, had a point of was, like, he's like, hey, um, every character should mean something. And also, I should get paid for both Raw and SmackDown to write for. <laughs> like, he had some good points, even in his diatribe. He's yeah. just a way more annoying person. So yeah. everybody sides with Pritchard and, and Cornette just because they're yeah. they're more fun to listen to and they have better... They have better podcasts. Well, they have, they're more tasteful at their self promotion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Russo's just—I mean, that's it. It's part I mean, of making fun of Bob Bell's palsy isn't a great look. Well, no. but yeah, and it's also like breaking down. It's like the fourth wall thing. It's like everybody knows that pro wrestlers or like everyone in the business is just their their entire motivation is self promotion. Right. You got to do it tastefully. Otherwise, you're just like you know you got to make the moves look real, even though we all know they're fake. You know, I mean, that's just part of the act is like putting yourself over in a very like acceptable way. Yeah, in if a you, tasteful if, way. True. If you don't make it tasteful, then you're the sham wow guy basically and people don't want to sham see. wow guy could have been a huge heel he back would have in been the day, a great man. heel uh <laughs> sham wow guy a tennis racket man I he's dead right no he's alive oh, i'm pretty sure yeah uh at the end of the day what their the, the problem i have with their argument is well they don't sell enough it's just a bunch of flips and kicks i defy you to tell me what kenny omega could have done in those matches this weekend or last weekend that would have made his selling better his selling was fantastic. Selling he looked like he unreal. was dead at the end of that match. I mean, I will say, you know, like because I watched SmackDown last night, and I'm like, okay, OJ's pro- AJ, not OJ. <laughs> AJ is probably better, a be- another, definitely another a great better wrestler than Kenny Omega. But Kenny Omega is right under AJ Styles. I mean, like, there's right underneath him. There is nothing. There's nothing that I I pop for in wrestling more now than the V trigger than him doing that running knee because it looks yeah. so painful. It's, it every looks time. better than Daniel Bryan's, and I thought Daniel Bryan's looked great. Does it look better than Seth? Rollins' uh, pseudo ripoff? 100% it does. That's another reason why I'm concerned about the idea of Kenny Omega in WWE is Seth Rollins has taken so much from Kenny Omega already. Omega's way better on the stick, though. I know. I know. I'm just saying that those two guys, as similar as Finn Balor and Seth Rollins are and and how Mm -hmm. difficult it is to have both of them on the card, uh, I think you'd have that same problem with Kenny Omega. I disagree, but... I, I think I think they I think they could figure it out. You know, I mean, there were people doing I Kevin hope. Owens moves before he showed up. It's and, in, it's inevitable that he will go at some point. I just hope they don't mess it up because I think he's definitely top three best wrestlers of all time. Uh, not of all time, but, but right now, right now, yeah. Yeah, I'd say you have to say AJ him and then Cena. I still think there's. A, I mean, I know the sizes are coming down. He's not a big guy, you know, and I think that there's still this. There's a sort of career path. It makes a lot of sense for him to be making the doing what he's doing right now, yeah. you know. And I I don't know if it's kind of segueing to WWE when it's time to like work a few, I mean, work for a few years and become a trainer or something like that. But I mean, I would love to see him in WWE. Yeah, I gotta say, Okada is better than Cena. But I, I almost think but just I let him get. So? Oh yeah, Okada is way better than Cena. 
Hundred percent. Great a story. Um, Okada's better than Cena. Yeah. As a wrestler. Did, oh yeah. No, that's I, I'm I'm down for that. Well, my whole thing though, it's like a whole. You got to take the guy as a whole. Sure. And also like the story that Cena tells in a match, I feel like is still great. I mean, it his is. Moves, not, I, his moves don't look terrific. But. No, I mean, I think the the in terms of the body of work, Okada has a better body of work. Right. I think his moves are more effective uh, in terms of looking painful, I mean, and, and I think he's. Uh, He's got charisma that translates despite the language barrier. Yeah. You know the guys that I felt worse for, the worst for that weekend were the Gorillas of Destiny because they're an incredible tag team. But now because WWE has Authors of Pain and the Usos and Roman Reigns, it just doesn't seem like there's a place for them. Even though they're not Samoan, they're Even Fijian. They're Samoan. Or no, no, they're Tongan. Excuse me. They're Tongan. Yeah. I think we, we, <laughs> and, and part of me, like I watched it, I'm like, Roman Reigns is just going to steal that makeup thing at some point. Oh yeah, and that's, that's what I've been saying. The Usos should have been yeah, doing been... from the beginning, but the but yeah, I mean, I don't. I think that the I think that what the the Hardys have proven more than anything mm-hmm. is that like that we can as crowded that as some the tag outfits team, you shouldn't wear as a forty year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will, we, we can get back to what the Hardys are wearing, but I think that there's endless amounts of room in the tag team roster, despite the fact that it feels really full. Like, just their presence has changed things so much. And sometimes, you know, it's, it, I mean, some of it's going to be kind of cycling out teams more. They could even do 205 Live with like a, like a tag, a tag team specific show, make, you know, have some sort of, I mean, I know they do the tournament every year, but the, I don't know. I just think that there's, that there's room. Uh, but you're right. I mean, there's, WWE's got a, they really gotta t- if they're getting into the brand split, they got to take advantage of like separate creative teams and separate you know booking and mm-hmm. stuff and 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 give people like that a chance. Um, but you're right. Uh, the Hardys though, they look ridiculous wearing their old clothes at their age to a certain extent. But when they came out this week wearing just like the street clothes, and that was like Jeff Hardy was wearing even crazier pants than his <laughs> wrestling pants. I mean, and just and yeah, that was yeah. Jeff Hardy was, mows the lawn in weirder shit than he wears to the ring. <laughs> you know that's gotta be a shit. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's got peacock feathers and face paint, and uh, they all dress like they're auditioning for Tank Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, wow, um, classic film, classic reference. It's really good. All right, anything else about New Japan? Uh, I I recommend everyone listening to this watch the shows if they haven't and subscribe to New Japan World. It's changed my life. I think that the move with Kenny Omega is just, I mean, if I were him, if I were WWE, let him just get like a a year more famous in New Japan and actually bring him in with a, like, you stole my gimmick angle with Seth Rollins. Yeah. Just bring, you got to, I mean, at some point, someone like him, you just got to bring him in like AJ, just like, or even bigger than AJ, as you didn't get the super push right off the bat, but just bring him in like, holy shit, it's this guy. Kenny Omega's here. Yeah, and just let the fans fill in the blanks, you know? Yeah. That's uh, that's a great point. I also want to say how, like, we reached an apex of loneliness at that event because it was right next to an anime convention. (laughs) And it It was was being put on by the same company that owns New Japan, too. So if you went. To the show, you could get into the anime convention for free. So you missed really? out on that? Yeah. Oh, I missed out on the new Mrs. St. Germain. <laughs> it, w- it felt like a black hole was going to open, but instead of sucking us in, it was just going to be like the black hole who wasn't popular enough to hang out with other black holes. <laughs> like, my like brother- no one else will so let me suck stuff in. What are you guys doing? <laughs> my brother went into the convention and said it was the saddest thing he's ever witnessed. And my brother loves anime. So, <laughs> if it's sad for him, it's sad for everyone. Yeah, I met the brother Schilling. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. he's a out. bigger mark than me. He is a bigger mark. I told this story before on some podcast, but I went to go see a Bring of Honor show one time at the Hammerstein. But it was like in the, ups, the Manhattan Ballroom, which is like the smaller upstairs uh, space. 
And at the same time, in the downstairs in the main was a Selena Gomez concert. Oh, my Lord. And they both let out at the exact same time. And if you, most people listening to this probably haven't been to the Hammer scene. But when you exit, there is an elevator, but you take the stairs because it's just like it's yeah. one giant ballroom stairwell down to the main lobby. And so all of the rest, all of the wrestling fans are pouring out, going down these stairs. At the same time, the doors open up and all the Selena Gomez fans start <laughs> pouring out at the exact same time. And like we're headed like it's they're coming together at a right angle. And then they both go towards the door. And it's like it's like water and vin- oil and water or it's, whatever. It's like there's absolutely no recognition that the other crew exists. It's as like they start the aerial shot of like when you see the lake water and the ocean water. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was so amazing. And these are people who are like exactly the same age, or not exactly, but there's a lot of age overlap at a Ring of Honor show. It was crazy. Is man. there for the Selena Gomez? Ring of Honor shows are all ages. So yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, there's a lot of young people that go to the show. And it's also New York, so you can take the subway, you know, like, but, and there were, I mean, my my first the first time I went to a Ring of Honor show, like I walked in late. So the first thing I noticed that set it apart from every other wrestling show was that right by the door there were like eight moms sitting together <laughs> while their kids were doing something else. Oh man, I can't. I, I can only one imagine. of those was like Jay Briscoe's mom, who was like very confused as to whether or not wrestling was real. Oh, but, I I accidentally really? <laughs> I accidentally went into the backstage area, like the by the trucks, the production trucks and stuff, because I was trying to make a phone call. Uh, and there was Stone Cold Steve Austin just hanging out talking to the Briscoes. Uh, I almost shit my pants. Right. I've met Austin As before, a black guy, but... that would be a rough thing for me to walk into. <laughs> well, the ev- Briscoes and Stone Cold. Everyone looked you like... You went from around here, and you're like, Long Beach? Everyone looked like they were going to, to <laughs> yeah. race bait and kick the shit out of me. Guys, we that's gotta like, talk, we gotta talk about WWE. That's, you gotta... the, that's the first scene of Ghosts of Mississippi, I feel like. <laughs> All right, let's terrible. get on. Let's, but, Mississippi but, burning. Before, nah. before we get kicked out Fucking by wrong. the editor-in-chief, Sean right, Tennessee, sorry, we sorry. have to... Uh, we have to first of all let's head on SmackDown real quick. There are two things that I want to talk about. One, John Cena is back and embarking on a and uh, racist. Yeah, <laughs> em, em, embarking on a uh, on a groundbreaking, never before seen feud with uh, with Rusev. It's like WrestleMania. It's what, 31, 29? I'm not sure. I don't which remember a time when John Cena wasn't feuding with Rusev after Tuesday. That's like oh all God. I can remember. Um, but it was nice to see Cena back, and it was nice to see Rusev back. And uh, That's you know. kind of what I took from it. Yeah, Rusev looks to be in great shape. Um, I like the new uh, look, the shorter hair and the shorter beard. I got to say, this hot take, hot take alert, guys. No more foreign heel angles. End it. It's done. It's over. It would have been fine just for the 4th of July episode. Right? But the whole angle is about the No, no, no. I'm saying it would have been fine just for that. But to, <laughs> no, but I know. to, to, to string that it. out to Philly for, for this I mean, pay-per-view match. That Randy Orton shit with gender was insane. Ugh. Go back to India. After, after we spent two days with a wrestling crowd that didn't care about nationalities or, or race or anything and was just there to see good wrestling... Cheering Japanese wrestlers. Very multi-raced. Uh, there's an uh, event on Sunday. Yeah, everybody was Everyone there. was was a man that was fat and lonely, yeah. but they're all different types of fat and, and lonely And a Canadian and- guy won the U.S. title. And then to have to watch this shit, where it's like all about xenophobia again. Yeah. Like, come on. We're, this is 2017. I don't get it. Just in Randy Orton's defense, he, he when he was growing up, he thought India was that state too too east of here. So I don't, <laughs> that's uh, where Larry Bird is from, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was nice to see them back, but definitely the highlight of the night. All due respect to AJ winning his number one contendership in a battle royal. Which, by the way, why were they eliminating people from the battle? Why why was there one earn in match? I mean, I get it from storyline, but that was 
It's not the biggest battle royal I've ever seen. No. But uh, I'll do. Uh, congratulations to him. But the highlight of the night was the rap battle for oh, sure. God. Right? That's awesome. And the Chad Gable match was good too. By the Dissing way, dissing yeah. Xavier Woods for appearing in a sex tape. I on, thought it, on it was Smackdown great, Mendes. but I also was kind of like, but doesn't that like isn't didn't Xavier Woods just win then? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I like, fucked some hot chick in front of her boyfriend. You know, like <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but it's a rap battle. You got to bring. I mean, if he didn't bring that up, they would have been. They 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 would have been in derelict of duty. I wonder yeah. if that was an approved um, piece of business there because WWE.com or took the Twitter out. took it out. Well, the biggest loser of the night was definitely Brad Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The uh, yeah. No. I mean, I think that that has to be part of like a WWE. I can imagine that conversation going on backstage where they're like, "Can we say this?" And then some producers just like say it on the air. We'll edit out everything else. You know, just go yeah. for it. It's that's that's a that's an easy compromise. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was. I was I, texting a little bit with Rosenberg, and I'm sure he's probably going to say this on his podcast too. But the. Um, I mean, that was the most legitimately hip-hop thing that's ever happened in WWE. Yeah, and they brought like Wale it, out and everything. Wale was really great and, I mean, did his job perfectly. And both teams, I thought, came out looking better for it. I mean, it's not... that. That's a, you know, like you can call that a comedy angle, but that's how you do a comedy angle. You know, that's yeah. how you do, like, a non-wrestling bit that actually, like, raises the stakes and makes you more interested in the feud. It was really, really well done. And, and shouts to oh. two Samoan dudes beating a group of black guys in a rap battle. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they didn't go over. Brian it, Pillman trying to shoot Stone Cold was pretty hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that, <laughs> that's not appropriate. Um, is there anything else about SmackDown? Before I made a we... black guy laugh. It's fine, David. Yeah, yeah right, I, I laughed. Good. I thought it was um, funny. Yeah, is there anything else on SmackDown you guys want to touch on? There was a lot of. Uh, there was. We had a, a, the women's championship match. We had some. Uh, we had uh, uh, Carmella having a celebration, the Carmella-bration. I don't, I don't know what's going on with uh, Naomi and Lana at all, but I'm glad that Naomi is getting some squash matches and being put over yeah. as the champion. And that, light, that belt is the shit. It's, it looks yeah. awesome. Her, her whole entrance is great. It's gotten her over after you know her kind of treading water for a while. Uh, I just don't know what's next. Is it Charlotte? Because I think she called out Charlotte on Talking Smack. Or it's got to be. But, um, but Charlotte's been positioned as a baby face. Charlotte moving to SmackDown has hurt both divisions so badly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you excited that there's an implied uh, kinship between Tamina and Lana now? Nope. Nope. I mean, they're, they're basically weird. already kinda, doing that on Raw. It was kind of weird. Are, oh, that's right. Nia you, Jax are, are you, and Alexa Bliss is the same thing. It was like, a totally oh, different show, though. I mean, there was no, there's no crossover. The, no. Uh, Baron Corbin uh, Nakamura, are we excited for this match whenever it happens? My brother is. My brother is the biggest Baron Corbin mark of them all. Are you yeah, serious? That, that yeah. was the most Get him on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll ask him next time. This, this is, is a really... therapist. There was just different layers of the onion that were being peeled yeah, the entire I, trip. I, he, he has kinship with him because he's a, they're both balding. They're That's both it. thinning hair guys. Did uh, you? By the way, did you listen to Baron Corbin on Talk is Jericho? That guy is a prick. Like, and that's a show where like you try to like appear like a good dude, you know. But he was like, "I just want to get older so I can be the guy who bullies people in the locker room." <laughs> he essentially said that on lo- the JBL School of Professional Wrestling. That's right. great. Uh, exactly. All the, you know, all the greatest bullies in WWE history. Uh, not all of them. Many of the greatest bullies in wrestling history are the guys who like just earned it by sticking around. Yeah, and by like yeah. bench Lunch, pressing. I mean, he also, weight, when he but... said that, I'm like, "You're going to be here forever." <laughs> yeah, they love you. Um, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that feud. It seems like bad timing because Corbin needs to be put over strong. 
and so does Nakamura. So who's going to end up on top of that? Mm-hmm. Probably Corbin. That's not a good look for Shinsuke going forward. Yeah. But I've heard that uh, some rumblings that SummerSlam were getting Shinsuke versus AJ Styles. That's what I heard. Which would be excellent. Is that the word on the street? That is a word on the street from your man Dave Chicanery Schilling. I don't like that's not a Do you have name. to put the title on AJ then to make that match mean something? Or no, not? I mean they the crowd in St. Louis popped so big for them facing off in that ladder in the Money in yeah. the Bank match. So I don't see why they need to add any more juice to it. It's it's gonna be a great match no matter what. It's gonna split the crowd 50 50. It's gonna be a lot of heat. They don't need the belt on that. Um, it's gender versus Cena, I'm sure, unfortunately, but all for, right. the, for the belt. yeah. We're going to break down the Great Balls of Fire card, but first, a word from Proper Cloth. Finding a dress shirt that fits is hard. Just ask uh, Erwin R. Scheister or um, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. He was missing parts of his shirt, literally. Uh, not a problem at Proper Cloth. Whether the collar is too tight or the sleeves are too long, when you when you shop anywhere else, something's always off. But luckily, ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier. At propercloth.com, you can easily create a custom shirt size in just seconds. All you got to do is answer 10 easy questions. It's a foolproof process. You don't even need a measuring tape. Propercloth has over 500 fabric styles to choose from, including premium Italian and Japanese fabrics, as well as business and casual styles, all starting at just 85 bucks. And best of all, Proper Cloth guarantees a perfect fit, meaning that if somehow your shirt doesn't fit perfectly, they'll remake it for you for free. No wonder Proper Cloth is the highest-rated custom shirt maker on Google, and even GQ Magazine calls it their favorite online custom shirt maker. Proper Cloth is the future of shirts. So stop wearing shirts that don't fit and start looking your best with a custom-fitted shirt. Go to propercloth.com mask today. Enter gift code M-A-S-K to save 20 bucks on your first shirt. Do it today. Okay, let's get right into the Great Balls of Fire card. Oh, baby. Which is stacked as hell. We were just talking before we started recording, Schilling and I were, about how this half of at least half of the matches on this card are going to let us down dramatically mm-hmm. because they're either going to be parlay or they you know they're going to be pushed basically to SummerSlam so we're going to see the real matches there or maybe never but that's the that would be the idea or because there's just not time for everything we right. just got it was in the, like the last big announcement on Raw was at the tag team match between Cesaro and Sheamus who are the bar by the way and the Hardy Boys is a 30 minute Iron Man match um Iron Men match Iron Man match? Iron Man. Wait, that's a thir- it's a 30-minute Iron Man match? Yeah. Speaking of the microphone, Dan. Sorry. He was so he was so surprised. He just flew backwards what, in his chair. An, an Iron Man match? So, <laughs> I mean, there's his impression of me is like one of the trees from Word of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> They're called ints, bro. Oh, right? oh, you lost. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. I knew that, too, but not because of Lord of the Rings, because it's a common crossword puzzle answer. Oh, so, there, I think oh I, I'm last you get, place. You get, what, three points for that in Scrabble? I can't believe I'm the one who ate cake in bed last night. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> uh, hey, man, I'm married, okay? I got it made in the shade. I think that I think that the Iron Man match is, a, is I mean, who knows? I'm not going to do predictions, but you can make the case that that's Cesaro and Sheamus, at least Cesaro's territory. Like, that's his, you know, briar patch, so he'll be happy to have that match, and maybe that'll... Which is also the worst name of a tag team, the Briar right. Patch. <laughs> uh, but so who knows what's going to happen in that match? I, you know, there's a lot of. I, I don't know why they made it an Iron Man match, but I guess it, it, this is officially the blow off of this feud. If they, you know, if they want to, uh, 
so I guess the Hardys are going to win? Uh, nah. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? Uh, here's my fantasy booking is that like uh, Cass destroys uh, Enzo or whatever. Maybe have the heart. I, I really want to te- I want to team up Big Cass and Big Show and make them like the new Twin Towers. And however that happens hmm. is a villain. Who's a who's I, actually, who's Akeem in this? I, I don't uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Big Show is Akeem, man. Come Big on. Show is Akeem for sure. Um, all right, let's just run through the card. We can just start with that one. Enzo versus Big Cass. Um, uh, no, th- big cast. I'm sorry. Yeah, th- this is one that I think is going to be like it's going to be a, somehow it's going to be a 30 second schmoz and just push it to SummerSlam. Uh, I think this is the blow off. I think you have to put Cass over big. You have to you have to make him really hurt Enzo. We also have to have something from to do at SummerSlam, and I don't know what it would be that people would care about. It's a big show. Big show. Big show. Apparently. Yeah, oh, big show really? is going to be his. De- is going to be Enzo's. Well, defender. that's what I was saying that he beats up then Enzo, and then I'm sorry, Big Cass and Big Show come together as a tag team. That would be cool. A heel turn. Yeah. Another heel turn. turn. Yeah, that's what we need. If Big Show turns heel, uh, we're we're all going to be floored. (laughs) All right. Well, that makes some sense. But I saw, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll actually have a match. But how long could it possibly be, even if it's a match? This is a five minute squash. Definitely. There's, there's, Inza will get in some offense to pop the crowd, but you have to just push this guy if you really want him to be a top heel, make him a top heel. Have him beat the guy who's, Got a reputation for being a loser. Yeah, that's what yeah. the character that they built. That's the Enzo, whole rationale for this Enzo, feud. Enzo in street clothes was really awesome, though. That just—I oh, mean, his, his awesome. promo was great. He was wearing shilling shirts. <laughs> I know his promo was great, but he looked. But I just like, yeah, I just really like the look. But let guys wear street clothes if they have a good look. Yeah, not not and not everyone needs to be wearing street clothes. Some guys just well, but that's fine. Just let them wear their clothes. Very very old school NWA, and I love it. Um, all right, the Miz with. Maurice, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel, who had makeovers sort of this week. Oh Bo God. Dallas needs to do another makeover. <laughs> I like Bo Dallas in the suit with the beard and the bandana and the glitz. Sea so captain weird. attending his high school daughter's graduation. That's <laughs> yeah. what, what did uh, what did Ambrose say? He said he looked like a like one man gang going to a something, going to like a funeral or something. It was really great, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. It, I don't know what we're doing with this feud. That is either. the second one man gang Akeem reference on the show. I mean, I, shouts to him. Huge. Um, huge. And Kayfabe, they are the same person, so I'll let that slide. Uh, they are. They're the, the same. Come on. Move on. Um, yeah, so, or do we, have, which, do we have predictions for this match? Does it even matter? You think Miz is going to retain so that they can give him a. Give him a, a, a big feud at, at SummerSlam. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why you do this match again at SummerSlam. I, I'm sick of it. You gotta turn. Do you gotta turn Ambrose heel at some point? Yeah, but the girls love him. Do they? Yeah, those Tumblr girls love Dean Ambrose. Why don't you just have him join the Mrs. Posse? <laughs> just give him slick back hair and a suit. You We're like, booking a lot of heel turns today. Everybody should be heel except yeah. for John Cena because heels are cool, man. <laughs> heels are cool. Bullet Club for life. Um, uh, Enzo versus Big Cass. We talked about. Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Here's another one. I mean, and, and I don't know. You guys apparently are more around the SummerSlam rumors than me. This felt like a placeholder feud, mm-hmm. but I don't. It's, it seems like it'd be crazy to do it just to blow off and go sep- go their separate ways on Sunday. I think Bray Wyatt wins. I are think there, he wins, and they do it again. I I think Bray Wyatt may win. I I don't know, but I, there are rumors is that it's going to be Kurt Angle and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. It seems soon for Angle to be wrestling again. I don't know. Kurt Angle. 
So that because they've been building it up with 2K, W. They just, just turned thing. Seth Rollins' baby face a few months ago, and then, and then to have, him, have him feud against the biggest baby face. Yeah, and and the Bad yeah, news. and the the if recent history is any indication. The 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 you know storylines that come out of 2K when they do happen like in October, November, December, yeah, and maybe. not before the game even comes out. I mean, well, it'll makes be pre-sale. Sense. Because um, WWE is reacting to 2K, they're not. I mean, maybe they maybe they're getting ahead of the. They they want to get ahead of it this year, but they're not like working necessarily to cross promote with 2K by having matches. They're just like seeing the pop that these guys in the cover or whatever get, or the 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 legends, and then they decide to promote. Also, it. it's it's cool that that commercial and everything, the the visuals of him in that warehouse destroying all the um, the uh, relics of of past eras of WWE, but. Isn't that a heel move? Like oh, burning the Undertaker's hat? <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> or like breaking the million dollar championship belt? That's basically Randy Orton's gimmick. The whole thing, the like, legend killer and like be your own man and I, I have no respect for history. And that seems like where that angle would go well, if they did it, it. Even the commercial knows that Seth should be a heel. <laughs> right. W, W2K. Maybe they'll do like a Bray Wyatt versus Seth at SummerSlam in an architecture match. You know? <laughs> they have to build a building? <laughs> is, okay. We go, speaking of Bray, is is him standing in sunlight in a desert, like positive character? That's uh, actually reminds me of you in Palm Springs this weekend. I know. That's exactly I was watching him with Dom and I was just like, hey look, that's where we were like 24 hours ago. I just kept waiting for Jojo to pop up, uh, like in a bikini, and just be like, "We're on vacation." You want to get him over as a heel? <laughs> we're on vacation. Would be we're a on vacation. Get him over as a heel. I mean, um, yeah. he's, a, he's a with if he dates a, a hot black girl, he's a face in New York and L.A. and Austin, <laughs> and he's a heel in the South. That's not true. <laughs> Come, Come on. on, you're you're really just like pushing this race button today, man. Well, Let's I, I mean, the jokes just came out at the right points. Sorry, <laughs> um, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. This is definitely going to be um, I, definitely. I strong feeling this will be repeated at SummerSlam. But yeah. I love this. I love this gimmick. I mean, I love this feud, and and uh, I actually can't wait. This is the one I'm most excited for. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been I've been begging them to make Sasha Banks the the top babyface on Raw. And it seems like they maybe didn't listen to me, but they listened to the crowd, who is more supportive of her than Bailey. And uh, <laughs> hopefully this is the beginning of her getting a chance to run on top without Charlotte. To I did... I did really enjoy the, the ceremonial Bailey beatdown, which was just sort of like this is what like if if like this should be. I feel like this is a real like it was a real decision. You're gonna boo Bailey, even though she's the babyface. We're going to just like have her destroyed. Maybe they're hoping to build some sympathy there, or maybe this is the beginning of a heel turn, or I, I don't know with, what what they're planning with her. But it's it's non traditional. Bailey's weird. Bailey's talented. She's not shown. She's not you know lived up to all the hype or whatever in her in her raw run so far. But that's not all on her. And and there's they should not be giving up on her. That's for sure. No, I, I don't think they are. They, she sells way too much merchandise for them to fully give up on her. But I think. They're pushing her down the card to refresh her a little bit. Well, she stole the yeah, she stole in this choosing that tag match on Raw. I mean, it was the top four women on the roster, so yep. you know that's it's not that far down. Like, there's only so far you can go, I guess. On she's just not good on the microphone at all. She's not good doing what she's been doing so far. I really think you just got to go Bret Hart with her. Just like she's a heel that doesn't know she's a heel or doesn't acknowledge it, and the girls can still and boys can still buy the T-shirts and whatever else they don't know. And then, but you know, John Cena, I guess, but more of like a meta John Cena move. Um, 
Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in an ambulance match. Whoever would have thought that these two guys would be putting on matches this good? I, don't, I mean, he, they're, he's really good with big guys, Roman. Yeah. He's a good wrestler. He is? Yeah, yeah definitely. He's just annoying. Braun Strowman. <laughs> I didn't say that. I mean, this will be interesting to see how long they let it go and how, I mean, this is a, this is a nice test of metal for both of these. I mean, for, for, in, for both these guys, for in-ring capabilities, because... Um, th- Roman Reigns is really very good. Uh, sometimes you can say depending on his partner, but he's had a really solid run of matches. I can't think of like a bad partner. I mean, a bad like you know pairing. Triple H. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was that really was, bad. That was, that was more was really bad. That was, but uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't disagree, but you could blame that on on just the the structure of the match. I mean, it was just a slow shit match. Like, sh- I mean that that after was, a, f- a seven hour pay per view, you don't do a twenty five minute match that but goes that, that slowly. But similarly, or or the inverse is the build up for this match has been so hot, so goddamn hot for months. You know, this is what people care about on Raw more than anything else. <laughs> now these two guys have to go have a match. Braun Strowman is just so much fun. He's yeah. just really fun. I love beating up Roman Reigns. <laughs> what do you think Braun Strowman is? Gonna, is Braun Strowman going to have a feat of strength? Like getting like a miraculous? Is he going to turn over the ambulance again? Is something else going to happen? They got to do some weird high spot involving the ambulance. Um, you know, it'd be great is if wait what what is the stipulation for an ambulance match? You have to go. You have to be put in the ambulance. The door has to close, mm-hmm. and the ambulance then has to drive away. Yeah. To take you to a local medical like, facility. Like, does it have to leave the arena? I don't think it has to leave the Just arena. Just it has to move some. You got to get him in. It's like a casket match. You know, it'd be, it'd be really great if they could figure out some way for the ambulance, like, for Roman to put Braun in the ambulance, and then as it starts to drive, he just, like, he reaches an arm out and grabs onto something, and the wheels are spinning, but he's just holding it in place because he's so strong. You know what I want to happen? Okay. Okay, bear with me here, guys. So, Strowman puts Reigns in the ambulance, closes the door... Match is over. He hits the thing. It's about to drive off, and they cut into the ambulance. And who turns around in the driver's seat? The Undertaker. And he's like, where to, Stephanie? And then they drive away. That's what I want That's one of more my than favorite. anything. Yeah, I love that. I think you can't, like, all I can think of when you were saying that was that it would be like if you put him in an ambulance and then, like, the ambulance drove off, but what he really put him in was like a cardboard ambulance facsimile, <laughs> and so the ambulance is gone, but like somehow he didn't get eliminated. Like there's so many ways you can bullshit this. It would be a lot of fun. If there was a whole night of ambulance matches and you could do like 20 different finishes, we, we should be in charge of That's this. the you next Extreme Rules pay-per-view right there. Dude, you know what's the saddest matches. thing about it is that Vince McMahon won't pay for their actual medical treatment, but he will <laughs> pay for them. He will oh, pay God. for them Wait to go to a, a kayfabe. Minute. Hey, can I take this kayfabe ambulance to a real hospital? <laughs> it's also, not a- did, did you get a point when, like, when Braun Sturman was carrying Apollo Crews? I'm like, is he going to have sex with him? Like, what is going on? Like, he started, like, walking him to the ambulance. I'm like, this does not look good. No. What's going Hats on? Hats off to here. Apollo Crews. That was a fun little match. There was Raw was Raw had a couple of fun little matches. There was that match. There was yeah. the uh, the Miz. Uh, uh, what's his name match? <laughs> totally. Heath Slater. Heath Slater. Yeah, I call old. What's his name? I love, I've always called him that. I love Heath Slater. Give him more to do. Come on, the guy is super talented. He's a good worker in the ring, and he cuts a great promo. Remember when they broke him and Rhino up, and then they just put him back together for no freaking like, reason. We got nothing. Remember when Rhino had lamb chop sideburns and no goatee for like three weeks? Is he still <laughs> doing the cheese whiz gimmick? Remember when Rhino had a waist and it wasn't just like no. a drawing of a human not, being he's like a, that he, a little kid does? He's a tube. He's just a tube he of toothpaste. He has the same body as Spongebob. Is the I'm with Heath Slater shirt for sale or is, the, or, or is that... I mean, I got kids? Yeah, no, I no, got no. kids. Is. 
the rhino was wearing one that said i'm with heath slater oh i don't know i haven't i I haven't checked the shop zone i haven't gotten drunk enough to go to the shop zone in a while (laughs) i spent way too much money on. by the way people were clamoring for us to do a live show at new mercy in la i just want to let you know oh no shoemaker's gonna make the producer cut this out (laughs) you can we can talk about all you want that is the valet's birthday that day (laughs) i mean we can do a live show outside of the arena just dave (laughs) crying because he doesn't have a girlfriend anymore yeah exactly um (laughs) all right so uh one more match to talk about and then guys we gotta get the title match this is this is Brock Lesnar so versus good. Samoa Joe. It, does anyone think Samoa Joe can win this match? Yes, out of a sh- yes, he can. I think it's a very small percentage, like a three percent percentage. So if, you're, if you're fantasy booking this, the move would be what? That Joe wins and they do a rematch at SummerSlam. Yeah, then yeah, Lesnar wins. But Roman Reigns challenged a champion at SummerSlam. But so. he just said that, right? It's not. Yeah, but w- there are certain guys on the roster where all they have to do is say, "I want to wrestle for the belt." The New Day did it. When they when they came to SmackDown, they're like, we want to wrestle the Usos, we want to win the belts, and nobody said you have to wrestle sure. in a battle royal or you have to go through a tournament or you have to wrestle a, a play in match. No, it's just like we get the the title shot. I mean, R- Roman Reigns is that guy. As great as Samoa Joe has been, it would be really sad to see him just sort of written out of the main event picture. Although the main event picture can't be, you know, it's not infinitely big. Um, this feel, you know, we, we'd heard Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam rumors. With the Roman Reigns thing, we were saying before we came on, we could, I mean, it would sort of make sense to do a Lesnar Reigns Strowman triple threat at SummerSlam, even though putting, you know, Vince doesn't like triple threats for the in, in the main event, but Lesnar Strowman certainly would have its limitations. Um, you can definitely put over, they can do with this match what they should have done with Ambrose and Lesnar. At 32 and have You're talking Samoa about the, the match on Sunday. Yes, yeah. Samoa Joe look incredibly strong, but ultimately come up short at the end. And, and Lesnar look like, I just got into a fight with a pit bull. I think he's got to cheat to win. I think there has to be chicanery on the Lesnar side. Right, but this, side. Is, but this is where wrestling, Trademark. this is where yeah, like, right, yeah, this is where like traditional wrestling um, logic or booking logic kind of uh, g- gets at odds with itself because if you book if you book Samoa Joe that well, then why the hell would he not get the rematch at SummerSlam? Right. I know he doesn't deserve one on paper if he loses, no matter what. But like, what are you going to do? Have him have a? Re- They're not going to have a rematch on Raw unless Lesnar. I mean, I guess Lesnar could work a match in between. Now between now and SummerSlam on Raw to just hype, but why would they? It just seems like they're going to have to figure out a way for to to write Joe out if they're not going to use him at SummerSlam. I, I think they booked themselves into a corner in that they booked Samoa Joe so strong and he looks so good that him losing cuts his legs off. Yeah, I mean, I said it a couple of weeks ago when that that I think that from the moment they announced Joe, it made it felt more right than anybody could have possibly imagined even the super Joe Samoa Joe marks out there and uh certainly the plans are always in flux, you know. So WWE might see something here that they decided to run with. Um I think Brock Lesnar's going to win, but I but I really I can't wait for this match. This is going to be this is it's it's just the hype has been so good. The video packages have been so good. Like everything they've been doing for this has been just really really great. And um Samoa Joe did spend a second week getting held back by guys who he probably should have been able to tear through. But that aside, <laughs> everything has been perfect. Yeah. And uh, I, I just can't wait. It's it shouts to WWE for doing something I never thought I would be popping for, which is Building their show around Haas matches and it feeling like big fights. You know, you've got Reigns and you've got Strowman and you've got Joe and Lesnar. And these well, are just big dudes beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. 
with the exception of the ridiculous logo of Great Balls of Fire, the the promotional poster looks like a UFC poster. Yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe and Joe and uh, and Lesnar on there looks just awesome. looks like, so it looks so great. Guys, we officially have to get out of here. Um, I really apologize uh, because we could talk about all this stuff for so much longer, but. We'll be back next week with a breakdown of Great Balls of Fire, which may or may not have be, by that point, the greatest Raw pay-per-view of all time. <laughs> if we shall see, my friend. Uh, thanks so much for coming by, Dan. We miss it's, you. It's, I miss it, too. I will be back again, hopefully. Now you have a job. You're too good for us. Yeah. Um, well, yes. Do you want to put over your job, your Twitter account? Oh, I can pull up my, my Twitter account at DS Germaine. Um, and then I'm uh, my I mean my show I think Superior Donuts comes back in all, in October but uh, yeah some other fun stuff's going on so just check my Twitter and stuff you know we'll figure it out that was the worst we'll promo figure it out together I'll be your, back when I have something. your Twitter account is at Dave underscore Schilling um, yeah check out my my podcast the BR Mag Show on uh, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you can, what's our Twitter account again? At Mass Man Show. Yeah. Uh, I'm at David Shoemaker. Not that I ever use Twitter. <laughs> Apologies to Dean Ambrose. We'll see you back here next week, humanoids. Tony Schiavone here on the Mass Man Show. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Mass Man Show. Something is always off when it comes to dress shirts, and not just the problem you have when you rip them off your muscular chest. Luckily, ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier thanks to proper cloth, and they guarantee a perfect fit, meaning that if somehow your shirt doesn't fit perfectly, they'll remake it for free. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Go to propercloth.com mask today. Enter gift code MASK to save 20 bucks on your first shirt. 